You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now with his boogie shoes on and ready to talk Baylor athletics, here's Jerry Hill with John Morris. Back with us, Jerry Hill joins us now, Baylor Insider, Boogie and on in. And uh, Jerry, you know the studio is always available. If you want to come to the studio and be here face-to-face with us, that is always an option for you. I'm I'm pretty sure that's going to happen, John. All right. Um, Aaron, remember that. Aaron down like that week to week. You uh-huh. know, I think he needs to see my face. Maybe <laughs> even needs to see me dance a little bit. So Maybe. Yeah, I, think, I do think I need to make a, an in-studio appearance. All right. Very good. You are always welcome. The door is uh, yeah, theoretically always open. All right. Very good. Glad you're with us. Uh, We were talking about earlier about Baylor and U of H comes up this Saturday and uh, and you and I uh, kind of the first game we thought of in the history between Baylor and U of H was not a good Baylor memory. It was uh, 66 to 10 Cougars win over the Bears. Andre Ware 1989. And Aaron said uh, that's the first game he thought of. Also, (laughs) that's not good, is it? John, one I thought, and no, it's not. Yeah. One I thought of too late, um, and and you wouldn't have been able to get like probably any video from it. Uh-huh. But you know that was the first game at Baylor Stadium. The uh, first, the first game. game. That's right in 1950. Yeah, 1950. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that till too late, but that would have been the first matchup I think in this series. But it was also the first game at Baylor Stadium. Ooh, that's very good. And and yeah. U of H's first game as a member of the Southwest Conference conference game was against Baylor also. Okay. In nineteen seventy six. First, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah it, that's it, right. Isn't funny, isn't it funny though that we we haven't played them since ninety five? No, that's crazy. That, that is crazy. Like we had played everybody else, you know, and then you got TCU rejoining the conference. But have not played Houston since the breakup of the Southwest Conference. That just, that just, and I know we had the game scheduled with them a few years ago, but this will be the first time we've played them since '95. Wow! And Aaron and I were also talking that game that was scheduled that had to be canceled because of COVID, very legitimate reason. Um, Dana Holgerson just can't let it go. He he brought it up at his press conference yesterday. Oh my gosh! Yeah, (laughs) and I mean. Think about the times and just where, you know, where we were in the world and why you would ever, you know, gripe about something like that. I think part of it was, John, if I remember right, the truck was already here, the equipment truck. Yes. But I don't think the team was here yet. I if think I you're remember right. right. No, that's the way I, I remember it. The equipment truck was there, was here, but yeah, he just, yeah, he won't let it go. Three years later, more <laughs> than three years later, he won't let it go. So I'm sure... That's somewhere up on their bulletin boards or something. <laughs> yeah. I want to use that as motivation. Probably none of those guys from that team are probably even around. I mean, yeah, that's from probably Houston right. Team. So, anyway. But Baylor and Houston this week, and it'll be fun, right? This is uh, yeah. fun to renew this uh, rivalry that does go back to 1950. 
That's right. Yeah, and I think it is good, John. I I, I never did understand completely, you know, because you played Rice, you played SMU, you played TCU. Hadn't played Arkansas since they left the league yeah. either. Um, hadn't played A&M since they left the league. But I just thought, you know, Houston being an in-state school, that was one. It just it would make sense to me, even mm-hmm. even when they weren't in the same conference. But for whatever reason, Baylor never played Houston, um, you know, in a non-conference game. So this this will be fun, John. I like you said, I I'm kind of glad to see uh, them back together again. I think this can be a really good matchup. I don't know that it'll ever come close to you know Baylor and TCU. But I think Baylor and Houston can be a really good rivalry. Yeah, I agree. I'm looking forward to it. So coming into this game for the Bears coming off the loss to Iowa State, what were your main uh, takeaways uh, from that loss by Baylor on homecoming on Saturday? Yeah, John, I go back to what Coach Aranda had said on that Monday presser. Got to stop the run and got to run. <laughs> and those were the two areas I feel like that they got beat in that game was you know, weren't able to run the ball much at all other than Dawson Pendergrass. Uh, and then Iowa State is not a really good running team, and they just weren't able to completely bottle them up. Um, you know, I've looked at a couple of the plays and why those things broke, and, you know, they had a long run again. That's been an issue for this defense is giving up big chunk plays like that. They gave up a 49-yard touchdown run, so that's, you know, that accounts for a good bit of their rushing yards. But even then, they you know they were able to run the ball consistently much more than Baylor was, and I think you know those two things were probably the biggest reason that you know Baylor wasn't able to you know I guess even stay in the game, but certainly not able to pull it out there in the fourth quarter when you know at least they had kind of inched their way back in. Stop, run the ball, stop the run, and he he mentions yep. every week starting fast. He wants this team right. to start fast, and they're still kind of kind of waiting to do that. Yeah. And the funny thing is, uh, Holgerson in his press conference that was the first thing he talked about wanting their team to start fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it like you said, it's been a bugaboo all year. Baylor hadn't really kind of come out of the shoots very good in any of the games, and uh, and I believe they're still. I don't think they've scored a first quarter touchdown in conference play, John. So mm. that's that's something that's got to change. And I really do think, you know, if you could just hit a big play really on either side, offense or defense, just make something happen really early, first series, second series, kind of get things going, take a lead. You know, I think that would be big in a game like this is if you can take a lead on a Houston team that's coming off a 41 nothing loss where they were, you know, non-competitive against Kansas State, I think that would be big because, you know, this is probably a team teetering. I, they're both probably teetering a little bit. But I think if you could get a lead on Houston early, I think it would be really big in this game. Yeah, I believe that uh, also. Both teams 3-5 and five on the year. Houston's 1-4 and four in the Big 12. Baylor's 2-3. and three. Um, And um, Baylor is undefeated, as we mentioned, uh, wearing white this year. So why not? Why not do something you've never done before? Let's wear white at home, <laughs> which yeah, Baylor is yeah. doing this week. That's that's the extremes. We yeah, yeah, exactly. White at home. I think it's great, John. And and I don't remember. I think this might have. I don't remember if it was scheduled or not. But I think it's great to do the white out. You know, at home. Um, you know, with both. You know, the fans in white and white. You know, uniforms and the whole bit. Right. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, you know, coming off of the homecoming week that didn't go the way you wanted to but uh you know going into a hall of fame weekend where you, you know you hope to kind of bounce back 
it's been a little bit of a trend here in Big 12 play, lose, win, lose, win. So I think we're I think we're back on win this week. <laughs> so you know if we can pull one out this week and and then you know it, it's a tall task, John. But you know you can still win three of your last four and become bowl eligible. So I, I think as long as that you know kind of carrot is out there, I think it's something you shoot for. Certainly you just shoot to go one and zero. But I think it's something that's out there that you know the that's you know close enough that the players can kind of taste it. So I think it does give them some motivation going into these last four games. Yeah, very much. All right, you mentioned uh, Hall of Fame weekend. The Hall of Fame induction banquet comes up on Friday. Uh, we have visited over the last few weeks with all the electees to the Hall of Fame, and this is going to be fun. It's going to be a great class and always a first-class event. Yeah, John, this will be fun. Um, you know, and I do enjoy getting to talk to them, um, you know, each week and get to hear their stories. You know some of them, but some of them you hear new stories or, you know, you learn more about them, and that's been cool. Um, you know, like you said, this is a great group. I don't I don't think we can have a bad group anymore. <laughs> right. I, just, I, I don't know that Baylor's ever had a bad group, but this is another great group, I think, uh, you know, headlined by Pat Nunley. Yes, uh, absolutely. We've got a World Series champion and a national championship <laughs> broadcaster highlighting the class, Pat Love Nunley and, and Max Muncy. So. That's going to be fun. The banquet is completely sold out. It's Friday night uh, at the Cashin Building, so that'll be a lot of fun this weekend. And they'll be recognized on the field during the game on Saturday. All right, let's touch on uh, some other sports. Jerry, soccer's season came to an end. But, uh, boy, when you look at that and the improvement and the number of wins uh, this year compared to last year and Michelle Leonard's first year last year, got to be uh, signs of progress for Baylor soccer. Yeah, absolutely, John. You look at the numbers, just the pure numbers. I mean, Baylor won four games last year. They won nine this year, uh, had a winning record. Um, they scored 15 goals last year. Ashley Merrill scored 12 by herself, and the team scored 33. So more than doubled your goals, more than doubled your wins, got back to the Big 12 tournament. These were big steps, I think, uh, in in Michelle Leonard's second year, and, and I think it certainly shows they're back on track. And, you know, and a lot of those 33 goals are going to be back next year. So I, I think it, uh, you know, just bodes well for the future. I know they wanted to win that game, uh, you know, really badly on Saturday because, you know, they had tied Cincinnati during the regular season 2-2. Cincinnati had scored a late goal and then kind of, uh, you know, almost in a mirror image of that, they scored late again to win it this time. Baylor had fought back from a 2-0 deficit and uh, had, had you know, tied it up, but then Cincinnati got a late goal to win it 3-2. So I know they're disappointed with that, but I do think they took some pretty significant steps, John. Yep, very much so. So uh, pack, pack it away for Baylor soccer for the year. Volleyball still going strong and uh, played Texas last week. A couple of tough matches there. Uh, had a 2-0 lead on Texas in the first game in Austin last Thursday and uh, eventually uh, dropped a five-set match there. Yeah, I think what happened, John, is I, I think that's about the time that I uh, checked in on the match. Oh, it's you. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. watched it up to that point. Okay. They were up 2-0, so I was like, oh, man, they're going to they're gonna win for the first time ever in Austin. <laughs> I turned it on, and no, did not happen. You know, John, I think it does show that they can go toe-to-toe with just about anybody. Mm -hmm. You know, this is a top-five team in the nation, uh, defending national champions. So you went in there, you went toe-to-toe with them. Uh, You had them down 2-0. 
Uh, and even even uh, in the second match, uh, Baylor, you know, was right there with them. I think they lost twenty seven twenty five in that first set and just couldn't couldn't match that. Texas won in a sweep in that one, but man, they they were right there in both of those matches. So I think you know, as much as they might be disappointed with you know with the win loss there. But I think uh, I think it does show that they can compete with just about anybody. I talked to Coach McGuire today, um, you know, just in previewing the Oklahoma match tomorrow, and I did ask, you know, do you feel like you need to win out to get a top 16 and host? And he said yes. Mm. He thinks probably needs to win all seven, and and there's some tough matches along the way. Got to got to play TCU twice and Jason Williams, so that'll be that'll be interesting. But yeah, I think, uh, but. But I think it's kind of in their hands, though, John. I think if they do win those seven uh, and, and beat some good teams along the way, I think they can at least put themselves in position to maybe host. And so that that would be big for a very young team. All right, you mentioned Oklahoma tomorrow night uh, at home, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center, Baylor-Oklahoma Volleyball. Then they'll be at Tech on Saturday afternoon at 1. Um, and how about cross country, Jerry? Uh, Big Twelve championships in uh, thirty-two degree weather on Saturday in Ames, yeah. Iowa. Ugh. Yeah, it was it was funny because you know you think about the conditions here. Of course, it was rainy and stuff, but it was not thirty-two degrees. Yeah, thankfully. not close. Um, yeah, cross country running uh, in their uh, conference meet up there. Ryan Hodge and Hayden Gold uh, led those teams. Uh, but you know, th- and again, both of those are very young teams. Um, you know, and just, I just don't think with some of the new teams that had come in, they, I don't know that they were ready to compete at that level, um, but they get another chance in a couple of weeks at the, uh, NCAA South Central Regional, hopefully to finish off, a, you know, the season on a strong note. And where is that? The regional, is that the one in Fayetteville or is that the national championship? No, I think that's Fayetteville and I can't remember where Nationals is. Okay. I think the regional is in is in Fayetteville in a couple of weeks that Friday, whatever that one would be. Um so yeah, they'll finish out there uh and then uh you know get get ready for track. You turn right around and that and that sport uh you know from one season to the next. Yeah. All right, and uh, next time we talk on the air next week, uh basketball season will be underway. <laughs> The women begin, they've got an exhibition game on Friday and then their season opener on Monday and then the Baylor men open on Tuesday. So here it comes. The start of basketball season is upon us. Yeah, whether we're ready or not, right? Uh-huh. right. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited, though. Uh, you know, I've just I've heard a lot about both teams. I haven't really gotten a chance to see them much. But, uh, yeah, the women have that exhibition uh, on uh, Friday night. You and I will be at the Hall of Fame. Uh, and then they play, I believe it's Southern on Monday, and then the men open uh, uh, in South Dakota against Auburn. Um, so that'll be a that'll be an interesting opener. You know, Auburn's a really good team. Bruce Pearl, I think, probably one of the better coaches in the country. Um, so that'll be a tough opening game. But uh, I'm I'm excited to see both of these teams because I think they're both very deep. And uh, this is, I I think John, this is going to be a fun basketball season. Yeah, I do too. For both teams, uh, it's exciting. Both are ranked, you know, in the preseason yeah. poll. So yeah. uh, it is fun that it is almost here. All right, anything else, Jerry, on your plate you want to mention? Well, and since I had it just called up, I'll tell you that men's golf uh-huh. is in fourth place uh, in the Kapalai. I'm pretty sure uh, Nicole would our. Uh, 
would Noel would tell me that is not right. I'm but, sure. Uh, yeah, Baylor is in fourth uh, place, minus four. This is kind of what, kind of like the women played last week in the Wahine Invitational. This is one I think Baylor should win. Um, it's not a really strong field. Hawaii is there, of course. Florida Gulf Coast is leading right now, but Baylor being the highest ranked team, they should have a good chance to win this one. And here's a cool thing, John. All 10 players are over there. They took five individuals. Oh, really? So you've got a five-man team plus five individuals playing. So that's a pretty good treat for uh for I would golf. say. I would All say. There. Yeah. Good scheduling by those golf coaches in yeah, November. Absolutely. Very good. Yeah. All right, Jerry, appreciate it. Thanks very much. Are Thanks, you, uh, uh, wait a second, are you trick-or-treating this evening? I am not. I actually was going to text Jonathan and see if uh, Jameson was doing any trick-or-treating. Um, so I need to check on that, but I, I, and I certainly did not uh, dress up as most of our, uh, fan engagement and marketing team did today. Huh? I, I did not dress up unless I'm dressed as like a sports writer. Yeah. <laughs> you do that. Well, you do that every day. What's the best, uh, <laughs> costume on the hallway there? Wow. That's a good one. Um, you know, it's like, uh, this it's Snow White and the seven dwarfs. I believe. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Because uh, Cody is Doc, okay, and I think Noah was Sleepy, okay, and then uh, Michaela was like the Queen or you know evil Queen or whatever. All right, and I believe Aaron is Snow White. Okay, of course she is. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> that would be Aaron Bean. So of course she's yeah. the, the Queen. Yeah, very good. Well done by fan engagement. All right, Jerry. Oh, thanks very much. Here's another good one. Yeah. Here's another good one. Before I go, sorry. Um, Kevin Gall, I'll give it to him. Yeah. He came to Mac. Oh, he did. <laughs> this very, um, bright, I would say gaudy, uh-huh. uh, shirt with, uh, of course, no socks with the shoes. Ah. Uh, very, very good on Kevin. I don't know. Uh, Kevin might not be working here tomorrow. But, well, but we'll miss you, Kevin. It. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Hey, that's right, great. John. I got to see that. Thank you, Jerry. Yeah. Appreciate it. Jerry Hill, Baylor Insider. Great to visit with him. Great insight onto, uh, into all things Baylor athletics. Good point Jerry makes, Aaron. The first game ever played at uh, Baylor Stadium was Baylor versus Houston. It was a 34-7 Baylor win over the Cougars, September 30th, 1950. Man. How about that? That's a little history. It is. That, that makes me... Even happier that the rivalry's been renewed. Yeah, you want to yeah. play the team that the first team you ever played. Yeah, in, at a new stadium. In a new stadium. Yeah. yeah. And then Houston joins the Southwest Conference in 1976, and their first conference game is against Baylor. Cougars won that game 23 to five in uh, in 1976. They were blowing and going at that point. They won one, two, three, four straight games in the series. 76. 77, 78, and 79. Baylor won in, in 1980. So there's some history there, and that's fun. And that'll be renewed this week as the Bears take on the Cougars. All right, thanks to Jerry Hill. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John.